Mr. Howard. Oh, my goodness. How radical is Radical Earlwood right now? Is it as radical as ever? <laughs> oh, look, I spent some time wandering around and doing it the last couple of days. It is getting pretty right. <laughs> Are people just tr- well and truly, they're tipped over the edge. This is the end times. The, the most radical Earlwood can get. You're, at least you're documenting the end times for us. How are you traveling, look, my friend? Look, here's the thing. I know you think that's funny, but the people of Irwood right now are feeling less than radical because there's been a blackout which has taken out our power since 7.30 last night. Oh, my God. Like, I actually came into the office today because, like, I can't actually work from home. Oh, my God. Yeah, I ventured out of the house. It's not pleasant. <laughs> and were you suitably masked up, gloved up, protecting yourself? <sighs> Well, it doesn't actually do much, so I've kind of avoided doing that. I do have some masks, but I don't know. Common sense tells me I don't actually need the mask. Yeah, look, I mean, you don't need the mask in your house, and you certainly probably don't need the mask as you're (laughs) walking around the block, because if you're practicing social distancing, that should be fine, and you probably don't need gloves if you're not just going to go and randomly touch lots of things on that walk. I mean, I don't know if you can help yourself. Uh, Miss Barrett, but certainly most of us can. And uh, no, uh, but, I cannot, but go on. But but I personally, um, I personally like as soon as you as soon as you move into a shopping center or something like that, I'm like I am not going in there without a face mask, and I'm definitely going to sanitize my hands before going in, maybe mid being in there um, and after because you just never know because they are just like they're more popular oh, that's it. they're more popular than Club Troppo in Gosford in the late 90s that's that's how popular <laughs> it is no I'm regularly sanitizing I have been avoiding any sort of shops or any sort of peach things so if I know there's only one or two people mulling about I don't mind sort of popping in there sort of mask free but yeah I mean largely I've been just staying away from people for the most part so I don't know. Also, I was just reading a doctor talking about the number of times that people face masks, they're just touching their faces anyway, so adjust their masks and stuff. That is completely negates it. And as much as people try, it doesn't actually do much because they're just so much face touching. Yeah, there's other people I've noticed this new thing where you have like a really good face mask. You're fortunate enough to either purchase one or to have had one in whatever your job is and they give you one for, this, for your own safety. And some people wear it as a chin strap. They just walk around in the supermarket with it as a chin strap. It's like, and you're like, oh, that's good. I'm so glad your chin is free from infection for the rest of this yeah. trip. <laughs> it is certainly not going to do freaking anything else. No, not at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been pretty good and I've been able to work from home for the last couple of weeks and just avoid most of the outside world. Great. But yeah, just today. And um, how... For for other other clarity, how far are you through the entire Disney Plus catalog? Like, have you done? Have you watched every <laughs> single thing in there yet? Look, my Disney Plus stand has fallen to a complete sort of screeching halt. Uh, I've lost lost one weekend, and then I just never get back onto the next. <laughs> but I'm going to. It's going to happen. So whatever you do, don't mention it. Okay, I won't. I definitely won't mention it. That's for sure. So how are you? It's just embarrassment. You know, but you know, to be fair, you've been still cataloging the machinations of the entire entertainment industry, screeching to a halt and playing I mean, the yeah. complicated Jenga of pulling out a release date here and 
and stacking it to the end of the year or early next year, turning 2021 into already one of the most intimidating movie years that's ever existed. So um, it's going to be a really, really, really strange exercise to see when this eventually, you know, shakes out. I don't know how intimidating the entire year is going to be. Like, I kind of feel like there's a lot of things that would be entering production that just won't be because obviously people can't produce anything for the next six months. Everything's just going to go back six months effectively. Yeah. Yes and no. I think there are some things that, like, for example, um, you know, your Bonds of the world, the Milans of the world, like there are, like there are probably, you know, let's just say 40 to 50% of all the blockbusters that were going to be coming out between, say, now or the end of April and June are all in the can. Like, they're all done. Everything's yeah, yeah. shot. They're just, just going to come out as December films, but all the December films will probably just come out as, like, early summer films. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be... I think it's going to shift things, but, yeah, it's weird. And how weird is it going to be to see all these movies, like, these movies that are made pre-COVID and what it's like afterwards? You know, like, they're, you know, the famous, the most famous example is they made a World War II war film. Uh, or sorry, a war film in the style of a World War II war film called The Green Berets. Yeah. And that was starring John Wayne. And the war that it was set in was Vietnam. And so it was this very, like, jingoistic, like, American triumphalist thing. Um, and then the Vietnam War <laughs> rolled on and it was, like, the worst bit of propaganda you've ever seen in your life. Like, it did not age at all. <laughs> it's like, a, we wish we didn't make that. So, I wonder what's going to happen with the movies that are, like, post-COVID. Like, what is the movie that's going to come out that, like, what are the movies that are, like, about to come out that we're just going to look at it a completely different way? Like, no, we just never, you'd never do that in a pre-COVID, like, you never do that in a post-COVID world. That's a pre-COVID movie. Like, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to what those movies are. Yeah, I think it's going to be weird for the first couple of weeks where people are, like, watching movies where people are touching and gathering, like, sort of social circles. I think people are going to be a bit weird about that at first, but I think people are going to drop into, like, a day-to-day, like, it's just not even going to be a passing thought. But what I'm interested in is what happens to movies and TV shows uh, post-COVID because people have spent the last six months indoors or at least restricted from being able to go outside and do fun things. So how does the entertainment industry wrap itself around the idea of presenting a um, online, well, an on-screen um, entertainment that's actually of interest to people who don't want to look at dark, moody things? So I'm expecting there's going to be a whole bunch of things, what they call blue sky TV. So think about like the 80s, uh, like, you know, your things like your Magnum PIs and all these sort of things that are around like beaches and outdoors. And I think there's going to be a lot of like outdoor adventure stuff. Miami Vice, bring it back. Bring back the TV no, series. Like, Miami Vice is exactly it. So, I mean, Miami Vice, while it's definitely a sort of a dark, gritty show, like it's also got a lot of brightness to it, obviously, through the pastels of Don Johnson's outfits and whatnot. <laughs> but everything else, like, I think you're looking at like even the gritty things are going to have a sense of lightness to them. I was doing one of those house party things with friends the other day and we're all just fantasizing about a time when like you could go out and, be at a club and like dance and be around people. <laughs> like it was just like this old group of us. Like, remember when we were young and we'd go out dancing? <laughs> you know, and, I, and, I just miss going to a pub and having a beer oh, with somebody. Oh, it's just like 
and it was that other strange thing of like for us occasional social smokers, like my friend was smoking. I was like, I wish I would bum a cigarette off you. And in a post COVID world, I don't know if I'd ever want to bum a cigarette off anyone. <laughs> like, I just don't know if I would ever do that. I'd want to, I want to watch them open the packet sealed, hand it to me. I'll pull the one out that I want with a glove and then we'll go from there. Man, there are going to be so many sort of little habits that disappear. So people who are just like casual smokers, I reckon after six months of not smoking, like I think that's probably going to disappear for a lot of them. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. And for that the rest of us who are like, the, when there's a pandemic that specifically targets your lung capacity, I think also helps for a few people to quit. <laughs> oh, look, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, I'm wondering, how I'm, many things I'm are you watching? Churches. But I reckon the one thing that everyone sort of just naturally done is gone, well, you know, I've got Netflix and just recommend up some stuff. But if you want to go out on the fringes, I reckon there's a whole bunch of things that people probably haven't really thought to check out. That if you watch that, you can become the evangelist. So in six months' time when you've got, like, friends to talk to again, you can actually say, <laughs> hey, look, I've got this really cool, interesting show. It can seem like a bit of a tastemaker then because you're out on the fringe. So the things I would recommend is stay clear of Netflix because everyone has Netflix. Everyone's seen the same stuff on Netflix. But what if instead you started playing around with things like Apple TV Plus or Amazon stuff, and I think you're going to find a whole new world of TV. So the things I would recommend is if you're going to check out Apple TV Plus, like everyone watched the morning show, and the morning show is fine. But there's actually some really good stuff on there. So there's like Little America, which is like the Kamala Manjari um, anthology drama series with... Lots of stories about immigrants coming to America and how like that's changed their life and how their backgrounds have influenced their day-to-day life in the US. And it's an interesting thing that takes place across different sort of generations and decades and you never quite know what you're going to get with it. And all the episodes about it are really good. Uh, but there's also this other really good space race drama called For All Mankind. And the idea of the show is this. But what the show supposes is the idea of what if Russia landed there a couple of days before the US landed, and how does that then change the uh, Cold War and the space race from that point in? It's a really interesting show in the way that American society reverberates out of the US space program. 